0: the future of music the future of of music the future of music the
1: future of music Music podcast hey there welcome it's the future of music podcast where we show you how to survive and thrive in the future uh, and with the future of music you know let's just say it's part of our lives so it's with us fair enough we have to change that now Okay. Man, I, it was just right on the spot. Right on okay. the spot. I am Ryan Withrow, one of your hosts. I am joined by the incredible Jonathan Boyd, who I notice has not shaved the beard yet. I, I, th- I thought you promised me that it was going to be gone during the New Year. I didn't promise.
0: I said I was thinking about it.
1: Yeah. It's okay. Prom- so it that sounds
0: like my wife talking. Come
1: on, man. I didn't promise anything. <laughs> is it still a thought? Is it still? Is it still a yeah, consideration yeah. yeah. It is. I'll All get right, to yeah. it eventually. Are you gonna do it in in waves? Are you gonna like do some really humorous cuts for a couple oh, yeah, of days? For sure. Okay. Good. For a couple do days, it. probably
0: not. A couple hours, maybe.
1: All right. I expect nothing but like it to end with just like the big goatee. Uh, of that's course. that's that's what I want, man. Uh, i used, used to have a friend, Aski, Aaron, that had one of those just down to here, but it was just that solo guy. You know, it was just like all system of a down all day. It looked horrible. That was, it was not. It wasn't a good look. It's I don't want it to come back. So don't do that. Make sure you shave it a day or so later. But, John, it's good to see you. We're both feeling alive and well now, uh, which is good, except for problems with old age, like nerve problems. But, you know, what are are we going to do? We're old. So there you go. But today I am actually pretty darn excited. I've actually been look here i've already been like this whole week and and week before immersing myself back into the world of of vr and playing around in there and having a good time you know i could say that it's because of us and me remembering these things and wanting to dive in more so we're going to dive in more to the future of music stuff today but what specifically are we talking about today john well, of course, we
0: got some more predictions that, what do you know, have actually come true. So, if you ever wanted to see Elvis live in concert, well, you can now, actually. So, it's pretty cool. We're going to talk about that, and then also virtual concerts. It's on the rise, just like we predicted. So, we're going to dive into all the sweet details of how you can see the
1: Foo Fighters from your couch. Okay. All right. That's a that's your first thought is Foo Fighters. That's that's your first one to go to. They they is, did a
0: virtual concert recently, so it's like top of mind, right? Yes. Yes, I remember. Attended.
1: I remember seeing them here in person, and it was the time that Dave Grohl like broke his leg, so he had to like sit on the king throne as he played. It was was pretty memorable. It was good, but you know, luckily they don't have to do that in virtual reality, more than likely. And something you don't have to worry about is missing notifications on when we come out with new episodes. So, (laughs) in order to do that, you should click like, subscribe in the alerts, and follow us on your favorite platform because we do this far too much with our lives, and we'd love to have you along. On the journey. But you are absolutely correct. Uh, I think it was like within our first few of these podcasts, we were starting to talk about what the world of virtual reality, uh, mixed reality, AR, all of that stuff does for the music industry. And outside of the stuff we've covered with technology and being able to record music and play music, one of the predictions we made is that concerts are going to start to boom in virtual reality. And I know that we they tried it before. I, I know that in Horizons, they they tried their best to make it happen, and maybe it just wasn't quite there. But we're starting to see new versions of this popping up, and we're starting to see it with some really popular people in the industry. Now, we're, we're older, but luckily, I do know who Jack Harlow is. Uh, I have seen him perform live because I live in Austin. It's the only reason, probably. But outside of that, uh, I know that my brother-in-law and his friends listen to Jack Harlow all the time. And he announced that the, uh, a trailer, and we're going to watch a trailer, about this concert he's doing, a VR concert called No Place Like Home, where he's in his hometown, and it's an immersive virtual reality concert. And the immersive concert will allow fans to watch the performer and be able to move around in different views of the actual mm. performance and feel completely immersed to where they're looking around everywhere at an audience around them. So this was a VR-specific concert recorded for the purpose of immersion, but it was still a proper concert. So I've got a quick video here that I'm going to show you on the teaser of exactly what it's going to look like and feel like for you to be a part of this with your headset on. So let's check that out. there you have it you can see that there are multiple angles uh in the vr setup and you actually feel immersed because there are so many clips of him actually interacting with the vr setup the cameras that they used to capture this and it is on horizon worlds so they are trying a new iteration of of some more concert experiences through vr through the quest again making me really interested in Quest versus something like Vision Pro. I love Vision Pro, and I want to get into that, but it seems like Quest is up in their game, and they're starting to expand a lot further than just games, which is something we wanted to see for sure. But is this something that you expected in terms of when we visualized having a concert experience? Is this kind of what you were thinking back then when we predicted this? Is it cooler? What are your initial thoughts, John? I think it's both. It is
0: kind of what I was predicting uh, what I was imagining when I was thinking about that. But actually what I was imagining is being at a spot in the crowd somewhere and being able to just look around and you're just there, right? Mm-hmm. And of course the reason why I would think that is because I mean we only have one perspective. So as humans with eyeballs, you know, we walk to a concert and we can only look around from where we're at. So it's natural a natural extension of that is to think, well, I can be me in somewhere, you know, another location on my couch with my VR headset, but maybe I'm just going to be looking at it like me, but actually this shows, like you said, there's multiple views. So that tells me I'm guessing they have 3d cameras and they're filming from different spots. Um, so you can kind of move around, which is really, really interesting. It makes it more interactive and you can see different angles and everything. Um, I think it's really cool. And in fact, I can see, here's another prediction for you on this. I kind of see this thing becoming more of a norm. Kind of like when the iPod came out, music in your pocket, right? I think this is one of those moments where instead of sitting down to watch Netflix, you know, a Netflix TV show, I really think it's going to become quite common to sit down and be in a concert or something, you know, just something that people do regularly.
1: And I would say that I'm excited because there's so many bands, so many groups that perform uh, nowhere near me, That I wish I could see, Uh, you know, I've been very fortunate to go to plenty of the Rammstein concerts in my day, and they are like beyond amazing because they use like gallons upon like tons and tons of fuel and pyro and all these shows. And it's like an actual experience. It's really cool to see. So for those people that aren't able to see the one show they do every 10 years to 20 years in the United States. You know, something like this really makes it accessible for them. And they are you know, me being the weirdo I am with the bands that I listen to, most of them are not in the United States. Right. So for me, I really like the fact that I can immerse myself and get into a concert of somebody that I'd have no ability to see unless I flew overseas specifically to see a concert. So the accessibility for me, I think, is one of the coolest things. Also, what do concerts do? They cost a lot of money anymore. So you have to limit your choices. So if you have like four artists coming in the next month, you'd probably have to choose one or two and you can't do everything. But being able to, as you said, sit down and just go through like a Netflix and be like, yeah, let me check out this concert. Let me go to this one. Let me check this yep. one out. And being able to do that, let alone the idea that I'm sure they're already considering bringing groups in into these concerts. So having concerts with your friends next to you and being able to have conversations and talk about what's going on and just being able to view that simultaneously, I think is really neat. But I'm excited to see it back in action. I'm excited to see that uh, Meta has decided to kind of push this again and get us back to this immersive concert experience in VR, which, by the way, is available on every platform. You don't need a fancy new uh, quest three you don't need the vision pro you don't need any of that i can go into my quest two and and be immersed in this concert experience so i'm going to make sure we do that because i want to check it out for sure and report back but that doesn't stop us that's not where it stops and in fact i think the coolest thing that i read about and learned about this week is a level that i think we've mentioned but we're always focused on vr ar mixed reality all of that stuff and it's not often that we consider real world use in a physical space, in a physical real world space with no headsets, and enjoying a a performance with AI and holograms. So you know, we we remember the days of people being like Tupac holograms come and look out, and it, like it didn't happen, right? It was it was terrible. But now we're seeing the return of the king of rock and roll. Check this out. fans of Elvis Presley will have the chance to see the musician icon perform once again thanks to AI. British company Layered Reality has been given access to thousands of the star's personal photos and hours of home videos to create new virtual performances. Called Elvis Evolution, the immersive and interactive experience will allow fans to follow the events of Presley's life and music like never before. It will premiere in London in November before travelling to Las Vegas, Tokyo and Berlin. January 8th will mark what would have been Elvis Presley's 89th birthday. There you go. The king is back, baby. We got Elvis, man. It's Elvis evolution. Elvis is back as a hologram with with this AI integrated. And he will perform once again uh, to what they're saying is, is a completely new generation, which is totally true. A completely new generation of potential fans in hologram form. So it's going to be this futuristic treatment, uh, again, called the Elvis Evolution. It's an immersive concert experience using artificial intelligence and holographic projection. And it's an actual tour that's going through. As you heard there, it's debuting in London. And then they're coming to Vegas, Tokyo and Berlin with this performance. So what are your thoughts, man? We've got a hologram Elvis Presley coming on tour, man.
0: So I got three th- three main things, and I hope I can rem- remember them all. Number one, I thought about this a couple of years ago when we talked about being able to see Jimi Hendrix at Woodstock in a hologram fashion, right? We talked about that before. So that's yet another prediction that's coming th- uh, true. Here's another one. This one is a little further into the future, so it'll probably come true tomorrow. Um, the same way that we had albums <clears throat> and music before, Um, and you had to like listen to a CD or tape or record or something like that. And then music was digitized. So it went to MP3s and you can have like iPods and stuff like that. But throughout all of those years, you have to select the music that you're listening to. You have to like dial it up on your wheel or whatever. Then we came out with things like Pandora and Pandora and Spotify now and and some other programs, what they allowed, allowed you to do is basically say, I want to listen to something that sounds like this. Mm-hmm. show me new stuff. Right. And it goes out there and it finds all the similar things and shows them to you. Now with all of the, these new concerts, uh, the, the ability to, um, bring back a, a previous act. There's already so many bands out there because of you know, the, access to play music is easier than it's ever been, but also there's more people on the planet than there's ever been. So Mm -hmm. you already have tons of bands and artists, right? But now imagine reviving all the old ones too. So you just have so many to where it's going to be hard or more difficult to pick. What do I, what do I want to listen to? So I can actually see talking about our um, virtual concert idea where you can just dial up a concert. I see like a Pandora version of that where Mm. It will suggest for you, hey, watch this artist concert, you know, be at this artist concert. It will just kind of suggest it for you. It's just like the new level. Uh, Another thing is whoever is behind all of this, or I think they're going to make a ton of money if they own the rights to Elvis, for example, the Beatles, Mm -hmm. you know, all the super popular acts. There's so much nostalgia and, you know, behind all of that. Like I would, I don't even Elvis is great. Elvis was great. Whatever. I
1: don't love Elvis, but I would go see it just school why not it's neat yeah, yeah and and i would say that i agree completely with that i start thinking about what's the future uh, of mm-hmm. this you know if this is successful what what are the next steps and as you mentioned beatles I, I start to go man could you imagine like a beatles tour with the remaining beatles living and the hologram versions of those that have passed away And Mm -hmm. it's an entire tour. You're you're watching them play Beatles songs and they're all on stage. And then the other layer is that we talked about this new Beatles song that used AI uh, to come out that I think it was called Now and Then. And it's it's a huge, huge hit. I think it hit number one on YouTube for Mm -hmm. a consistent amount of time now. But when do we start seeing these AI hologram concerts starting to produce new music? based on the ai so not only are they performing all the stuff that they had when they were living but now we're starting to use ai to come out with new music with this technology so that you see them perform new things based on ai so this just blows my mind in thinking of seeing like paul mccartney there with all of the beatles and seeing them actually do a beatles tour with with the holograms Um, the possibilities are pretty crazy when you start to see that And and see it happening. But yeah, I'm just amazed at, I guess, two things. One, we see so much development in mixed reality and VR, which is great. We love that. I think that's fantastic. It's nice to see that we haven't forgotten about the real world experiences as well Mm -hmm. and starting to tap into the new technology to bring to life real world experiences without a headset on that start to bring things together and give you these incredible incredible times so i'm excited about both of these uh i see vegas i see tokyo i see berlin that's not near me uh but you know we can hope that it comes near me and i can do this i mean how many people go to these immersive light experiences or or art experiences uh like meow wolf for for, for instance, and how incredible and amazing that is and how many people pay a ton of money to be immersed in an environment like that. So I see this ticking off heavily. I see this starting to move into other artists that people are requesting that they wish mm-hmm. to seen as well. And I believe the Elvis evolution thing is also like a documentary cooked into it as yeah. well, kind of going through his life, but pretty amazing stuff, man. And I've got no question for him. Just going to throw it back. There you go.
0: I mean, uh, that's all I can say as well. It's, it's amazing. We talked about this for years. It's actually happening and it's kind of, it's just kind of wild because it's actually happening and you're going to be able to see not only Elvis, but again, I I do think they're going to bring back the Beatles. I mean, man, just think of the, just think of the acts that you can go see, you know? And Mm -hmm. I mean, it's just mind blowing. I mean, and especially about how to capitalize on it, think about how much more merch those bands are going to sell. Now think about you already mentioned being able to see bands that you otherwise wouldn't have access to because of location, right? Like you can't just, not everybody can just fly over the pond and see a concert. Um, But also the reach from the other side, from the stage, from the, from the bands, how many people will they be able to reach? And that's also something that you and I have talked about before, which is what if there is an Uber of concerts where you just, Mm -hmm dial up like you literally get online and oh what concerts are happening now and then boom you can see any concert anywhere in the world it's insane
1: yeah and when we talk to people that that we're really close friends with i mean Barenth, uh I, i would say he's he's like a really stellar close friend of ours now and um you know he just did his first solo tour and it was extremely successful But hearing all of the work that goes into the tour, all of the money required to go Mm -hmm. do a tour, uh, this is going to potentially save musicians from bankruptcy uh, in trying to get out there and get new fans and sell tickets because the money's not there. But if they're able to perform in a virtual environment from their practice room every single night. Yeah. a lot better chances of them, them having the income. And then when they do do a real tour, they've got a massive fan base because of this. Now we start seeing people. This isn't even on my list. I'm just reminded that even Kiss, I don't know if you saw this announcement, but Kiss came out and said on their like 14th farewell tour uh, that they're not leaving. Instead, they will be replaced by digital avatars. And the, the Kiss name will live on through avatars and digital stuff like ar vr and other First online way. concerts of course of course you know on, on top of selling uh coffins with the kiss name on it they they gotta they gotta do it but it's happening it's all happening right now and it's just going to continue to happen and i can't wait for the moment where you know hologram hendrix is right next to me and maybe it's accessible hologram in hendrix. my home yeah yeah, hologram yeah, yeah. hendrix uh the double h uh he's here but being able to jam with those people in my home and yep. seeing that happen and being able to play solos back and forth with some of the greatest guitarists that are no longer with us, uh, it's just really cool and it's inspiring. I always say that one of the key reasons I buy new guitars is because you get like inspiration from a new guitar, yep. right? Mm-hmm. If you stay with the same guitars like I have for a year, you start to contemplate getting another one. Because you're like, man, I could probably play like an extra hour a day if I get like get a new guitar. Same goes for all this stuff. Imagine how much people will actually immerse themselves, play more, learn more. If they're like, what do I want to do today? I guess I'll learn from from Jimmy Page. Like, let me put this on here. Let me let me just check that out. Um, Yeah, it's going to be really inspiring and it's really exciting to see. And again, we started with this world of VR that was all games all day. And now we're starting to emerge into the productivity, uh, everyday life and really growing like ourselves in things with VR rather than it just being this side thing that we're doing to play games with friends and some golf. Uh, Instead, it's it's useful stuff and it's really exciting to see. So I'll put the links for all this stuff down below, especially if you're in London Vegas, Tokyo, or Berlin, which we do have quite a few of you that listen overseas. So feel free to check out Elvis Evolution if you can and report back. But until then, we'll continue digging and reporting back to you in the next episode. John, it's so good to see you. I'm glad you're feeling well, my friend. And to all of you, thank you for being here on the Future of Music podcast.